That's my personal intro for you guys today. <laughs> oh boy. I have been home alone with no human contact for too many hours today. So I, um, I feel like I should apologize, but I won't. Uh, so, hey, hi, hello, my creepy lovelies. Welcome back to a Wicked Wednesday over here at the Creepy Cryptid Crypt. Creepy Cryptid Crypt. Why the fuck did I do that? Anyway, uh, I am your host, Black Widow. Uh, Slinky is also here, but he's asleep. Rex is somewhere. Anyway, uh, today I have a tale for you out of Chicago, circa... Mm, 1920s and it's a black widow story it is a polish black widow yes her name is tilly klimek something like that somebody will tell me if i did it wrong don't you dare bark everything's fine everything is fine they have no idea my house is about to be chaos my parents so excited are driving down here for christmas in an rv with their dogs and my dogs have no idea and my house is just hours away from being pure dog chaos it's awesome um anyway tilly tilly klemek was born otilly gberk 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 something like that and uh her parents emigrated from the u.s sorry to the u.s from poland duh that makes sense and uh tilly was just an infant when they came over um, then that's all I have on her childhood. Everything else I could find that was in English goes straight to her first marriage. So that's where we will kick off. Um, a lot of these names are very complicated and it's likely that I will butcher them. So I apologize in advance for that. I can apologize for that. <sighs> okay, her first marriage was to John... Oh, jeez. John Mitkowizik. Yep. That's all I got. Uh, unfortunately for him, he obviously met and married Tilly. And Tilly told just about mm, anybody and everybody who would fucking listen that she had prophetic dreams. And these dreams told her when people would die. Um, I know a handful of people who have spiritual, psycho-spiritual abilities. Let me just say it that way. And none of them have this ability to tell people when they're going to die. So, um, if you are one of my friends and you do know, don't, don't tell me. I'd like the surprise. Thank you. Um, so yes, Tilly ran around telling anybody and everybody that she had prophetic dreams and she knew when people were going to die. And this applied, of course, only to select few people, but it especially applied to her husbands. So, um, she gave, she was very close. She gave almost the exact death dates for all five of her husbands. I think she maybe got four right, but we'll see what my notes say as we get further down there. Um, so one day in 1914, she woke up from a dream where her husband, John, of several years at this point, would die. And she ran to her neighbor. Well, I'm being dramatic. She went and talked to her neighbor. And she was like, yo, I had a dream. John's going to die. In my dream, I found his corpse. And that that was it. Like, I just found it like that. 
which is like, okay, all right. Um, so a few weeks after that conversation with her neighbor, sure as shit, John died pretty, pretty fucking quickly. Um, they called it in the uh, autopsy. It was listed as like a critical illness and the death certificate stated that he had heart issues and that his death was likely a result of the cardiovascular complications that he had and was prone to, um, which I thought was interesting. And it was all done very quickly, over quickly. Uh, but don't worry, Tilly wasn't too heartbroken because she she ran. She fucking damn sure ran and cashed that insurance check the very next day. And she also decided to get remarried Two months after her first husband was gone and buried. That's, I don't know. Um, anyway, so this poor schmuck, husband number two, John Rus, Rus, motherfucker, Ruskowski, 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 John, another John, married Tilly. And, you know, long before she, uh, nope, I read that wrong. Before long, she was telling more neighbors that um, she had another prophetic dream where John Ruskowski dies on a specific date. And most people were like, eh, she's one for one. Maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But sure enough, second John died the exact day she said he would. And her third husband, Frank, oh, fuck, Kuspowski, Kuspowski, Frank, lasted uh, a bit longer after their marriage, a whole six months. Uh, I think he lasted longer because Frank had a good fucking chunk of money and she needed time to make sure that she was listed as the sole beneficiary on the insurance documentation. Um, And once that was signed, sealed, delivered, ready to rock, she made sure to put a healthy dose, 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 God. This is what happens when you don't talk to people all day just emails and now I can't talk it's fucking stupid um after documentation was cleared and signed for Frank's uh, insurance policy she made sure to put a healthy dose of arsenic in his vegetable soup and obviously you know he died so she's doing her thing you know he's dying she's cashing her insurance check nobody's concerned yet which is concerning to me, but it's 1920s. Nope, it's probably 1930s now. We're at war. Chicago's busy. I don't fucking know. Um, so Tilly, oh God, <coughs> waited at least a year before marrying husband number four. And maybe that's what, you know, didn't let people be suspicious. I don't fucking know. Uh, husband number four was Joseph... With another ski name I can't say. We're just going to call him Joe. And uh, when he died at his funeral, she told everyone that she was obviously cursed to lose all of her husbands, as well as cursed to know when exactly they were going to die. And it's like, huh. Really? Is it a curse? I don't think so. I think it's you, bitch. But 
Nonetheless, she told a bunch of people at his funeral. She had even told Joseph himself, and he laughed at her, which is fucking stupid, because now you're dead. And you just... And she was probably pouring the arsenic in your vegetable soup and be like, ha-ha, laugh at me, bitch. I'm going to get this one exactly right, too. And I'm going to go cash all your money. Like, don't do that. Don't fucking do that. She clearly has a history of doing some shady fucking shit. Don't do that. And I also, like, am trying to figure out how she kept getting married. Like... Are people, were people really like that desperate to be settled down and married at this point in time in life in the 1930s, 40s? And you're like, ah, yes, she has had four husbands. All four of them have died. Eh, it should be fine. Let's go on. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, who's, no. It just, also, 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 at this point, she is so fucking feared in her neighborhood for... <laughs> Knowing when people are going to die, that her neighbors and everybody on the street who fucking knew her just straight up avoided her because they didn't want to know when they were going to die. And they didn't want to die either. So, like, just what the fuck? Why, why, why are the cops not involved yet? Why is nobody doing anything? <sighs> so then, so then, so then, so then, okay? Uh, she predicted a plague upon her neighbors, a particular family, right? And, uh, unfortunately for them, this prediction came after she had an argument with the family and half of her prediction came true because she poisoned three of their children, three children over an argument. Where are the police? Where are the police? What the fuck? And then she goes on to get married again. Final husband, despite being warned by his own fucking family and the neighbors, but not the cops. I don't I don't know what's going on with the cops here. I just don't. I know Chicago has much better cops now, thank God. But like fuck. So husband number fucking five, right? Okay. He's been warned. Nobody wants this to happen. Anton Klemek is like, eh, fuck it. I'm healthy. It'll be fine. She's a good woman. I'm healthy. It'll be fine. <clears throat> it obviously wasn't fucking fine. Oh, my notes said they married in 1920. Damn, girl, you're running so fucking like How many? Hold up. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. All right, you got rid of one in 1914. Two weeks after that, so we're still in 1914, number two. And then six months after that, so we might be in 1930. You, girl! Mm -mm. Nope, that's fast. Now, see, in this, mm, no. If you go from 1914 to 1921, and you have had five husbands at this point, and four of them have just fucking dropped dead after you've predicted their deaths... No one should be marrying you. You're clearly the fucking problem. Who who the fuck are these men? Why are they being so dumb? Sorry, Slinky. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, God. Okay, so she married Anton Klemek because he was like, fuck it. I'm healthy. She's a good woman. It will be fine. 
obviously he's a dumbass. So uh, after they were married, they drafted and co-signed a will, which if you're married to a normal person or just, you know, a regular person is a good idea. The the thing I don't agree with is uh, they left all of their things to the other person should the other one die. Don't agree with that. <coughs> so I guess you could really, you know, go look into your crystal ball and tell me what you think happened to that man's health. I'll pause. If you guessed that he got really sick really quickly, you can reward yourself with a cookie or something. I don't know. But we all knew that was going to happen, right? Okay? Like, fucking dumbass. So he's on his deathbed. He's dying. Thankfully, his family was like, we fucking told you not to do this. You married her anyway. You're a fucking dumbass. And they rushed him to the hospital. Thankfully, the doctors were able to help him live. And they were able to tell him, did you know that you had been swallowing poison by the tablespoon? And of course, Anton was like, didn't fucking know that. That sure explains a lot, huh? Doctors, thankfully, finally, somebody fucking notified the police. The police started to take action. They got to... Oh, God. (coughs) Excuse me. They got to charging her. They were able to charge her with three murders, and they started to exhume the bodies of her husbands to examine. And um, at this point, she confesses to poisoning, but I think she only confessed to the surviving husband. She's like, oh, yeah, I did that. (laughs) And you're just like, okay. Uh, And at trial, she was just saying all kinds of crazy things. And I guess that she was just doing it maybe to try to do, like, the insanity plea, because that was probably still big then. I don't really know. (coughs) And she was like, ah, it's fine. I won't be executed. I'll live a long life. So they convict her on all three counts, and she's sentenced to prison, uh, life in prison in 1923. Uh, She didn't last long. She did die there in 1936. So the one fucking prediction she didn't get right. Sorry, the second prediction because she didn't officially off husband number five. Fucking idiot. So from the husband she did kill, she got 1,000 to math. She got at least like $6,000 total in life insurance. And that's like... 1914 to 1920. So that's Boko, Boku bucks, yo. Like, that's hella money. Like, just, oh, God. Um, she was consistent, though. She used arsenic because when they exhumed the bodies, you know, they all found arsenic. And she's got a lot, a lot of suspected victims. Um, she didn't get, they had no evidence to convict her on the children, which really upsets me. But it's nothing you can do about that. Um, so, the other suspected victims are the ex-boyfriend who died in 1914, uh, her cousin, who she murdered after attending uh, her and Frank's wedding in 1919, 
Uh, oh, she killed a lot of cousins. All right, she killed another cousin, Helen, in 1915, who was 15 years old. Another cousin, Stanley, in 1912, who was 16. And another cousin, Stowe, who was ni- who was 23 and died in 1913. Um, they she they're listed as suspected victims because she was tending to all of them when they were ill, and then they got drastically worse, and there was no recovery. Um, Another boyfriend, simply known as Myers, he went missing in 1923. Uh, A husband of one of Tilly's other cousins um, died. I guess there was a point in time where, like, two cousins, her, Nellie, and, sorry, God, Tilly, and her cousin Nellie were, like, poisoning men together, but they weren't tried together, and there's not a whole lot of data on that, at least not in English. Um, And then (coughs) there were... uh, Oh, I don't like that. (sighs) Dorothy Spira, who was the granddaughter of one of her neighbors, she was two, the daughter of that same neighbor, Sophie Sterner, uh, the twin brother of the daughter of her neighbor, Ben. Uh, obviously, you know, her husband's... Eh. A bunch of fucking people. There's, like... Sorry, I'm just reading through these couple of ones to figure out how to describe this properly. So there was a Miss Rose Split who um, Tilly gave poison candy to after, you know, she talked to one of Tilly's husbands. Uh, There was a Miss Stell, Stell, who was the sister of one of Tilly's ex-boyfriends. Tilly also gave her poison candy. Uh, Another cousin got sick, but he recovered. Uh, One of her sister-in-laws got really sick, but she also recovered. And then another neighbor. Like, she was just like, anybody who came across her path that she didn't like and were going to get in the way of her plans, (coughs) she was like, fuck it, I'll poison you too. Just tried to kill them all. Like, fucking... I just, like... And what's baffling to me in this particular case is it I she's staying in the same neighborhood the same neighborhood We all know where to find her We all know what the fuck she's doing There's plenty of fucking evidence Like go after her like what the fuck God just fucking fucking Bonkers. The 1920s must have just been like all kinds of fucking mayhem. I also realized there's no DNA evidence in that time, so that probably didn't help. But there you have it. Polish Black Widow. Crazy Poisoner Bitch. Tilly Klimek. Oh, do you want up here? Would you like to say something now that we have ended this episode? No? You're just going to lay in your other bed? Okay. I love you. I know you can't say it back, but that's fine. Um, sorry. There you have it. 
Polish Black Widow, Tilly Klemek. Um, I don't really have a lot to say on that. At least she died in prison and they got some kind of justice for at least three of the victims. I just, like... <sighs> some of these stories from years ago are, like, fucking wild. Just absolutely fucking wild. Um, thank you for joining me on my cold, sniffly podcast of today. Um, I have more things coming. If you guys have anything you want to hear, please go tell me over on the Creepy Cryptid Podcast Instagram. So I have a general idea. Uh, not that I'm running out of ideas. I just want to hear from you guys. So if you have anything you want me to cover, go tell me over there. I'm gonna go check on my brownies now. And I will talk to you next Wednesday. Okay, goodbye.